So the city said you couldn't really dance on the dance floor, like at all, right? Yeah, and I was like, I don't wanna dance, dance with you, baby, no more. Cut. I don't wanna cut. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Randomon, and I'm Is, and welcome to the R and I podcast. So today we're going to be talking about COVID nineteen issues. As a musician. That's me. And that's this guy right here. So today, uh, yeah, we're just kind of going to be basically talking to me in my, about how I've been kind of being a hermit. About, yeah, you know, being a hermit in the pandemic world of <laughs> coronavirus. Yes. And, um, and you know, everything that I'm kind of going through as a musician and, you know, the, the little steps that I'm taking to get back on the stage. Yeah. But um, before we get into, because I know he is super excited to get into this so uh, interview, but so let, let's give a brief background of COVID nineteen. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. You know, you're at level ninety nine smoldering look oh, right now. So excuse me, take let, it down me let me tone it down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ninety eight, <99. laughs> all right. Yeah. So um, obviously, COVID nineteen coronavirus has you know taken over the globe. Um, the world the yes. world um mm-hmm. one way or another obviously we have people losing their jobs um especially las vegas you mm-hmm. know um las vegas the entertainers here like yourself um yep. so um that that's gonna be a big question later on for you um and then we have people like myself working from home luckily my job entails you know talking to patients calling them um doing assessments over the phone. So that's like, it's not really um, affecting me at all. Um, I mean, not at all, but it has affected me, but not to the point where I am losing my position. At, right, or right. Anywhere, you know? And then the the crazy thing is now, kindergartners, you know, their, their first class is in front of a TV screen, or not a TV screen, but a monitor. What do you think about that? That's crazy. Um, well, to be honest, like if you think about it, uh, before they even go into kindergarten, like I want to say from ages two to four, mm-hmm. they're always in front of a TV. True. You know what I mean? They're watching. Well, on the tablet, on the phone. Yeah. Now, so you know, these days kids are watching YouTube of another kid playing <laughs> with toys. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you ultimately start living through other people that way, which is okay, I guess. I mean, as long as no one's getting hurt and everyone's yeah. healthy still. True. Um. But I think, yeah, you're right. Like when I saw um, some of my like nieces and nephews going to school for the first time um, and it's not in a class, mm-hmm. but it's in a, you know, a virtual class, it does kind of like, it's like, oh man, you know, that, that's unfortunate. You know what I mean? Because you tend to learn how to, you know, interact with other people yeah. and, you know, you start to learn that, okay, maybe doing this at home needs to stay at home you know what i mean yeah so <laughs> so and staying at home obviously what we're doing is to maintain social distancing which is why we're at home mm-hmm. um and then if even if you go out in public we're wearing masks um it's funny because before um the governor didn't really make it re- a requirement for us to wear a mask and then all of a sudden boom Yep, requirement everywhere. You can't go into that store without a mask. It's it's crazy. And then, you know, as humans, um, we don't like change. You know, it's not in our nature. 
you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So we get we easily get stressed out, like as if you're moving. Like for myself, when I move from um, one house to another, super stressed out. One position to another, as far as the jobs goes, and then all of a sudden you have COVID nineteen coming out of nowhere, just punching you in the face, like "Hello, I'm yeah. here." You know? What's up, man? You forget about me? It's like yeah. the Kool Aid Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just you know, bust man. down the walls, it's coming right? through. <laughs> and then, um, so the other thing, going doing a full circle. In Las Vegas, again, a lot of performers out in downtown, whether it be on a strip also, um, artists, um, performers, musicians like yourself. So one of, one of my, uh, my first question to you is, what kind of effect is the coronavirus pandemic having on musicians? Well, um, it actually, it's been um, evolving from since, you know, the beginning of, mm-hmm. of the whole shutdown or the lockdown. Um, my last... My last gig that I did in a in a venue that was you know open to the public, March thirteenth. Yeah. And around that time, you know, things are shutting down little by little. It's like one oh this place is shut down, this mm-hmm. place is shut down, this place is shut down, and then literally two days later, the place that we just played shut down. Um, and at that time, I knew that this is going to be a while before we play. I didn't think it'd be this long, but. You know, look at it now. Yeah, it's it's pretty long. It's like coming on six months. Yeah, and I, I think or seven. Um, I remember it was. I think it was a couple. I think within the last two months, you had a show over at Ellis Island, I believe. I remember we were scheduled to. Yeah, yeah, you guys were scheduled to go there. Um, and I was actually excited to go because you know, obviously, your your band's performing and. Um, needed to get out. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was, it was on my calendar, like all my other stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what? What happened? What happened to that? So um, the day, I want to say the day before. Was it the day before? Yeah, the day before. The we got a call from their, you know, their talent mm-hmm. um, manager, and they hit up our manager and was like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna have to." Uh, we're gonna have to cancel and reschedule right and you know we're fine with that you know it's just cool it's just it was unfortunate be you know and they were just like saying that the city came in and they just they shut us down for the weekend for live music oh, yeah. and even before that <clears throat> so that was like in august like beginning of august mid-august or august 11th i want to say yeah i can't remember it's within the past two months i know yeah. that for sure so. and just before that they were just saying no you know no live music Right. Um, I didn't. I don't know if uh, I told you about this, but a friend of mine um, who was working at the Margaritaville on the Strip, mm-hmm. he he contacted me. He was like, "Hey, man, you know, I got a possible gig for you." Um, and uh, I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" It'll be like he's like saying it'll be like a trio, so it could be you and you know you and uh, two of the guys from the band. I was like, "Cool," um, and. Uh, You'll be starting in July. And I was like, July? Oh, wow, August. I'm awesome. August. Awesome. <laughs> um, and he said it'll go through August. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so, you know, we start getting ready in June. Um, we call the guys and we're all excited. And then literally, I want to say like a week later, we get on the phone and he's all like, hey, man, um, this is a different reason. It was a, it was like a, a clash of interests. Right. And so that's, that's typical in the music world, especially here in Vegas. Like, you know, there's going to be some people that don't really like working with each other or people that have a hard time working with others 
or there's just uh, um, a missing um, communication with how shows should be put. Right. Which is, you know, it, it's it's totally within the territory of that kind of career or that area of expertise. And, and he was just like, okay, yeah, we won't be able to do it because, you know, they're actually, you know, saying that we can only have this amount of uh, performers on this amount of days. And um, ultimately, that's when the governor was like, no live music. Wow. So you were already limited to begin yeah, with. Yeah, it was already limiting. Yeah. And then he he put the, the ban on live music. Now, we weren't the only ones right. um, in Las Vegas. We weren't the only ones that had a, a, a ban on live music. Um, even Hawaii had banned, uh, a ban on live music. And man, did my phone blow up. Everybody, <laughs> everybody that I knew back home in Hawaii that were playing music live on a regular daily basis was literally told they can't play anymore. And a lot of the times that these gigs are their, you know, it's their bread and butter. You know right. I mean? That's like their source. Exactly. It's, it's a big source of income, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, supporting their families, putting food on the table, clothes on their backs. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And, um, yeah, so it definitely does uh, affect us as far as, you know, performing, you know, mm-hmm. performing. But when it affects us, when performing is our, you know, our income, then, you know, it's a big yeah. issue. Because you're issue. so used to playing in front of a large crowds, which we can't now. It's not like you can say, hey, you guys got to be six feet from uh, each other now. Right. You know, so there's um, obviously there's limitations, but at this also at the same time, you are there isn't any opportunity mm-hmm. for you to actually perform now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but what kind of effect does shutting down the venues um, have on our culture? Well, Las Vegas itself is its own culture. You know what right. I mean? Like, obviously, with the live shows, mm-hmm. the magic the magic shows right. and all that stuff, there's a lot of interaction with a lot of the um, audience. Um, like the street performers on the street you know, performers. Oh man, the street performers. Yeah, yeah, man. Like if no one's on the street, then what are they doing? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And those guys make good money. They make good money, um, but they are sure to do. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. they got to. You know, but it's weird though because they look like they don't know how to dress or anything. Right. Like that. I think but they I do mean, that on purpose. Though. If we ever go to the store and you see them and they're all just like duped up, you know what I mean? Yeah. They got a nice pair of jeans, some Chelsea's, <laughs> and maybe like I don't know, like a leather jacket in the winter. You know, they're like, oh, I know you. <laughs> It's like you're the, you're the Spider Man, right? Like he's all right. with like Chanel. I was gonna <laughs> with the coach, everything. You know? like, yeah. yeah, that's me. <laughs> and um, yeah, so like with shutting down the venues, it does. Uh, it we already knew. Like the first time I heard that the venue that we played, so the venue that we last played was called uh, Place on Seventh. Mm-hmm. Um, we got that gig from a, a good friend, and uh, he was uh, you know he was saying hey. Um, they want to bring you back the next month. So this was in March. They yeah. want to bring us back April 22nd. But they want to bring us another another day. I, I forgot the day. What is two weeks before the 22nd of, of April? Um, whatever date that was. I think that was the 14th maybe. I want to say the 14th or maybe the Two weeks 7th? before that would be like the 7th. 7th. Yeah. There you go. All right. So they wanted us on the 7th and they wanted us on the 22nd. Um, however, because of the shutdown, they're like, it, um, they're like, I don't see us opening up. Then, but I do see us in in the end of uh, April, and I was like, "Cool!" So we put it in the calendar. Um, but it was still closed, coming around. I want to say April fifteenth. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, buddy, I don't think <laughs> we're gonna, you know." And then so at our, I want to say like April sixteenth, I got the email. It's like it doesn't look like it's gonna open up, but we we do like want to work with you guys. I was like, "Yeah, let us know whenever you guys open up. We would love to play with you, uh, play for you guys." So yeah. 
you know. So it's kind of like you're just um, almost like a play by ear, wait mm-hmm. and see kind of status. Yeah. Or status, you know. Mm, status. St- <laughs> status. So, I mean, um, we were, um, me and my family were supposed to go to Mexico in March. We were literally just eyeballing uh, the status of the flight up until the, um, the night before. Um, canceled. And yeah, we had everything all packed up. All the stuff, the passports, every, my, my, my outfit would go into the airport, you know. <laughs> Everybody the, sh- has those the shoes lazy. and shirts, yeah, yeah and slippers. <laughs> I mean, not shoes, slippers, yeah. So you got to take them off, right? Yeah. You know, you know, for me, I like to wear like the, the loose clothing because otherwise you're just unbelting and everything. Like, oh, hold on. That's true. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, it was like Basketball literally the shorts. last, yeah, mm. same. Last minute. And then we just, okay, what do we do now? And... Now we're just at home. The kids are um, in school um, on their computers. I'm over here doing my full time now at home. And, and she's over here like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, the positive thing is at least we save some money. <laughs> you know? And then I we mean, have to for sti- now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the stimulus checks, you know? Oh, um, that helped a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So that was a, that was a great, um, that was a great base of support, you know, uh, believe it or not. But so... I know I ask you as a musician, how can musicians ask for support during this coronavirus um, pandemic? What, like, what do you think, um, like, or how do you um, even ask? Like, you, you, you know, you're, when you said that only source of income is that performing, you know, what can you do to ask? Like, uh, the GoFundMe, obviously, and you got right. other stuff, you know? So, um, you kind of do it, you kind of have to work in a way where you're still kind of performing for them. Yeah, you know what I mean, you want to give them. You can't. You can't ask for money for free, especially as a musician. It's it kind of it'll hurt your pride a little bit. You know what I mean? True. Just like you know, I don't. I don't want to ask people for money for something that I know I can do for them, even though I'm not in front of them in mm-hmm. person. Um, so I decided to go and take the live route and go live. Um, and I I had already gone live a couple of times. Um, I didn't make it like a a normal thing, but I figured I saw it like in March. I want to say in the beginning of March because st- stuff started to shut down. I was like, oh, well, people's probably going to start going live. Yeah. And I called that because there's this thing called uh, Quarantine Karaoke. It's a group. It's a private group. <laughs> and I was invited to that bad boy. But there is like, oh, I want to say there's 700,000 people on that. Is this on Facebook? Like a this, Facebook is on Facebook. this is a Facebook group. And people all over the world are, are singing on, on oh, this wow. group. And um, I'm fortunate that I was, I did... I went live every time I was here. I said I did live here. I was I did it once here and I did it <laughs> twice at my house and uh no three times at my house. But uh <laughs> it's hard because it's a private group, so you can't really yeah. just kinda share it anywhere. But I was able to do it and uh so the best way to do it would be through giving them the option to tip you. Mm-hmm. Um it'll be it's not like Please tip me and I'll sing this song. That's what you do in person. You'd be like, yeah. you know, if you guys want to sing a cover, go ahead and write that down on a hundred dollar <laughs> bill. That, you know, that is funny. Like, I mean, there's a I do have some friends that do that even on virtual, um, virtual shows. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're classy about it. It's, it's all jokes, you know what I mean? You know? And uh, and you're not obligated to tip us. So if you wanted to watch me sing, even though sometimes you may pay 10 bucks to see me sing, if you wanted to watch me sing, you could do it for free. You can do it easily for free. And um and that's no problem. You know what yeah. I mean? And um a lot of people don't realize this, but your view is also important. 
Sure. Every view that any musician gets helps the musician out tenfold. You don't need, see what's what's cool about it is, um, and this is for people who you know do want to uh, support uh, musicians, even though they can't be there in person. Is you you can follow them. And you don't necessarily have to watch them. Like, you don't have to give your undivided attention. You can go ahead and clean. You can do the dishes while you have your sound all the way up and you just get to vibe with them. And you can do that all for free. Or if you feel generous and you say you're one of the people that are lucky enough to stay working, you could give them like a dollar. A dollar is all. You can give them a quarter. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You can give them a heart. Every little bit counts. Every little bit counts. Every little bit counts. Yeah. Yeah. And so... So it should never be where people should feel like or obligated to help the musician. The musician should just continue making content. And living in the world we are uh, that we live in today, content creators already make money. Mm-hmm. With, that, and that was before the pandemic. You right. know what I mean? Yep. I mean, there are there are people that play video games yep. that make money. Mm-hmm. And video games, you don't have to go out and play video games. You can play that in your house. So, like I said, to for me um, to get support from from anyone is to just watch the video. If you watch the video, you share the video, you like the video, that is more valuable than you giving me one to a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a, it's it's a uh, it's a longer stretch, but that right there just shows that you are that's a bigger investment. And uh, like, if my video, if I went live and my video hit. 30 shares i'm like that's that's i would say equivalent to like uh, a, a gig like 40 shares because i don't get a, too many shares all right. too much because sometimes i accidentally leave it to friends only you know yeah. like <laughs> only friends <laughs> only friends <laughs> no. but so you uh, keep them in the friends you know <laughs> and then you know sometimes and then when i make them public obviously they you know like everybody can share it and um so obviously if you want to share any local musicians um go ahead and just you know share any of their live stuff that they put, you know, anyone not pointing at anybody, but you know, just whatever, whoever you want to support, that's the best way to ask and get support. Yeah. So a couple of follow up questions to that one. So um, when I was watching one of your um, live performances, I noticed that you had on the screen, like just options like Venmo, (laughs) Cash App, PayPal. I thought that was clever. I don't know about you, but I was like, this guy, <laughs> that's actually pretty smart, you know? Like, Yeah. Because, you know, it, it's like the virtual tip jar, you mm-hmm. know? Like, so how'd you come up with that? So this, okay, this is actually four years ago. So four years ago, this uh, this woman came up to me, young woman. She uh, saw me and uh, Ryan performing. We were performing on the Link, the Link Promenade. Yeah. And this is back when they uh, allowed like street performing on the promenade. So we were there, we were there, and this girl came up to me and she goes like, "Do you guys have a Venmo?" Oh, and I'm wow. like, "A what? <laughs> I don't know what Venmo was yet, or really." But Ryan was like, um, "Oh no, we don't we don't have a Venmo." Um, she's like, "Oh, I want to tip you guys," and I was like, "You can tip them on Venmo." <laughs> And then literally the year later, I learned what Venmo was. I was like, oh, that's what she was doing. Yeah. And so when I when, remember when I said that I, I called out that people were going to go live and I was like, hey, we could probably go live and put all of our uh, our tip jars there. Yeah. And I also figured that out from streamers. Streamers also put their virtual tip jars up there. You know, like um, they have their but it's mostly PayPal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have a PayPal. I now have a Venmo and I had a, you know, Cash App was new, yeah. in, like for me, 2018. And I was like, 
yo, this is great stuff. <laughs> this is a virtual tip jar. And so, you know, yeah, I just posted it up. And, um, and actually, Matt was on that kind of put it up he's yeah. like yo um and then it was Tech cool guru it wasn't here. until after <laughs> i was live here that i figured out how to do it live at my house yeah because i was just like, how do you do that and i was just reading i was like i didn't want to like take his trade because you know i was just like <laughs> maybe i'll just look and see if i can observe it and so i was able to kind of figure it out because yeah, that'd be plagiarism you know yeah you know what i mean i was just like oh, you know and i was like I'd have to pay. For, I I'd have to pay him for the information I want. <laughs> He's like, so, this so is, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like peek. <laughs> is this is copywritten? Yeah. <laughs> I peeked. I had no idea what I was looking at, but it took me about two to three months, and then I figured it out. And uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, so yeah, that's kind of how I went about it. All right. So um, uh, so the next question I have is, um, so what lessons do you think um, we will have learned after this pandemic is over? You know, as a musician, you've obviously learned some ways um, to continue that source of income that you've had or once had, but you're, you're still doing it right now. Mm -hmm. So um, knowing what you know now, after, because I'm pretty sure, I, I'm pretty sure that this COVID-19 will end. I mean, it has to, you know, there there's going to be an end to it after mm -hmm. it's ended. What are you going to, what are you going to do? Like what kind of um, lessons that you were, you know, um, or things that you're doing right now, how can you apply it to post COVID? Ah, so before COVID, I kind of had these ideas already, like what everybody's right. doing nowadays. So, but the lesson that I learned is that, um, uh, consistency is key. Mm -hmm. Obviously you can't just, post here and there and I was doing terrible with that like I'd go live in like botchy areas yeah you know what I mean and then you know uh it just kind of changes up how or when you kind of schedule yourself and just recently like so far I've been staying on schedule for the past month 30 days I want to say uh you know pat on my back on that one <laughs> uh that's really good for me um and a, another lesson too is you end up learning more about what you didn't know so like for me like i do a lot of audio engineering and video engineering but very basic stuff you know like youtube mm -hmm. youtube beginner level kind of you know and um but my audio engineering is actually i would say pretty up there and so i tend to do more learning on that front yeah um i took up um more it learning um you end up learning more ways to try to better your life when you are forced to um, I, f I feel like a lot of people can change for the better when they are forced to do it, even though that they don't want to do it or they feel like, oh, you know, it's not the normal thing. Well, that's one way to change and, and evolve. You know right. what I mean? Um, I've, another, that's, I pro that's probably the biggest le a lesson right there is yeah. evolving. Right. You evolve as a musician. You know, not only do you learn audio engineering, you learn en um, video engineering, you learn how to take better photos, mm -hmm. you learn how to edit better photos, edit better videos for your YouTube. Right. You start doing things like podcast. Uh -huh. um, you know, you also <laughs> you create Oh, you can also do collaborations. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so there's tons of stuff, it seems like. Tons. Yeah. My, my friend in the UK, Rachel Marquez, shout out to you, Rachel. Um, we went to high school together in Alaska. Mm -hmm. And now she lives in the UK with her husband nice. and she does singing and she does acting and, uh, and so does her husband. And, uh, and the, and she reached out and she was like, Oh, it'd be really cool if we did some Disney covers. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's do some Disney covers. And so we did two 
we did Trash in the Camp by Phil Collins from the Tarzan movie. Mm-hmm. And we did um, I Want to Be Like You from the Jungle Book movie. And they turned out to be very successful. So, you know, like that was another lesson. You don't have to be in the same state, vicinity, house yeah. to perform. You don't. And, and um, again, every view counts. Every you know, view. Every exposure at this point View, counts. share, like, so. subscribe. <laughs> Smash the like button if you have to. <laughs> you know? But, comments. Comments, too. Yeah. Comments on the IG, the Twitter. That's true. I mean, for me, you know, first-hand experience. Um, so going back, I'm, I'm a full-time respiratory therapist, so I'm working full-time at home. And I also got the three kids um, that I'm trying to, you know, make sure they're all situated with their schooling. And um, it, it's it's a major task, you know, and, and it's kind of like now, you know, and now you um, now you can put yourself in the teachers or the instructors shoes in school. And now you can value them because, you know, you're supposed to be at work, working at eight to nine hours when the teacher, they're the ones that's providing the instructions and making sure that your kid is learning, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So now I'm over here trying to be like parent, um, RT. And then a teacher, you know, like all these hats, it's kind of hard to juggle them, you know. Mm. So um, my my thing or what I'm going to with that is um, you also switched over to, you know, like computer gaming. So you you kind of um, you're doing musician um, or anything that has to do with music, but you're also adding onto your arsenal. So mm-hmm. what are those things? Well, OK, so so the first thing. Obviously, I was doing live and music and also doing collaborations with other musicians. And even right now, I'm working on a, um, on a project um, with fellow uh, musicians, Jay Lava. Uh, and uh, he, you know, hit me up and he was just like, hey, man, we would love to do a track with you and talk about, you know, being um, growing up in Big Island, Hawaii. And I was like, cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's something I want to do. So. I have a studio at home and I'm able to record all my parts and do everything on a professional level and send it out. So that is one thing I can do. Aside from me performing as a musician mm-hmm. in my band, I can do that. I can record, send it out and, you know, give and create a professional sounding music or song. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then they asked me to do some video shots. And so now I have I had to go reach out to to get someone to do my videos. And so that that's one way of uh, using music as, you know, a part of your new income stream. Right. Um, secondary uh, is gaming. So I'm, I'm really not a big gamer or I, I mean, I play games, video games, but like uh, I'm more into anime and animation, yeah. <laughs> but um, so streaming, uh, you obviously you can, you can stream or you can game for hours. Like, for me, I can only really game for like an hour, hour and a half. And then after that, I'm pretty much like burnt out. Unless it's Minecraft for some mm-hmm. reason. There's a lot of Zen things in there. Um, but uh, so, yeah, streaming games is definitely cool. Like just the other day, someone someone knew who followed me or watched me on Twitch was like, hey, can I jump on your server? And I was like, oh, no, no, because <laughs> it's not my server. And then, um, and then later on, my brother tells me, yeah, you don't want just anybody just joining because someone... Not saying that that person would, but someone could easily, like, uh, hack your server and ultimately go onto your computer and stuff, stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm just like, I did not know that. 
Mm-mm. Wow. Mm-mm. Unless it's a public service. So your cybersecurity should be up top notch then. Oh, right? it, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And um, so, yeah, so streaming is another one. Um, obviously, so, so I said live music, you know, with the tip jar, possible mm-hmm. tip jar. Um, there's also outside uh, music projects, so, you know, reaching out with other musicians that are still creating music, um, video game streaming. I'm also learning how to actually I'm getting into social media management. There you go. And um, I'm learning how to. You know, follow how the trends work. I just, I just actually watched a webinar not too long ago. Yeah. Of this lady that literally just goes, you know, to people that she knows that's opening up businesses and helping them on the social media side because a lot of people who owns businesses they don't want to do all that stuff. They want to do. They want to run their business. business. Thank you. you Yeah. And so um, there's that. So I'm looking into that. Oh, there's also IT. Um, You know, I'm studying that as well. Um, as another way of, uh, you know, making some income. And what's cool about IT, like, um, I don't know if you guys watched the last episode, but go ahead and watch that. But you don't have to be in an office to work as an IT specialist. That's true. So You can wear whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that I'm <laughs> choosing to do doesn't, ha- doesn't require me leaving the house. Right. Um, social media manager, you don't have to leave the house. However, it is definitely better to. But you don't have to. Do network, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's there's tons of things that I've kind of came up with. Also, um, I don't really I don't I haven't really started yet, but you know, I could also edit stuff for you like on a on a basic level, mm-hmm. you know. And normally I give out that kind of stuff for like free. Yeah. But like depending on how long it is or how much work I gotta put in, then you know you can create an ebook, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and then uh, the last thing was ukulele courses, uh-huh. online ukulele courses. If I just, you know, I, um, and I would just make a beginner course. So, the, you know, they would learn complicated songs, but with easy chords. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Just do like a ukulele course, yeah. you know, sell it. And, you know, for $11.99 a month, I was throwing that out. I'm not selling that yet. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for that, guys. Netflix? And Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait, I forgot. I forgot. I'm also doing uh, acting. Ah, there um, you go. So I just started getting my foot in the door for acting. Um, sh- um, that's a shout out for White Wong Media hooking me up with hey. great, uh, what is it, <laughs> photo shoots. You know what I'm saying? Just so you know, They said I look good. They said I look good. And I was like, oh. He I said really? he knows. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> And I just, you know, I just did my assessment uh, with an acting coach and he said he really liked my um, my performance in the interview, audition, interview, uh, assessment. I just said it. Um, and he was like, you know, I really like how, you know, he was able to change the tone and all that good stuff. So, you know, maybe you may see me on a TV show hey, or a commercial, but go. I'm not, you know, I mean, I've seen I've seen the struggle for these actors. I, I know tons of. Or I follow tons of actors on YouTube or at least seen their videos of how tough it is. Like a lot of them are still waitresses, bartenders, oh, still yeah. trying to, you know, get that. Just trying to get by, you know. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, acting is definitely another one. Voice acting, too. There's a voice acting thing that I use called uh, Casting Club. Um, and you have just a bunch of small project-based stuff. Like, be like, hey, we're doing a Sonic the Hedgehog fan-based uh, 
um, cartoon and we're really looking for these uh, voices? Do you think you can do them? And some of them are free, some of them are paid for. Um, and those you can use as references. Yeah. So when you on a professional level, so be like, where have you worked as, you know, a voice actor? You know, and I'm like, oh, I did these small projects right here. There's a couple of paying projects here. Um, and those help with your portfolio as an actor and voice actor. Yeah. Um, when I was um, being interviewed for the, uh, before the assessment for acting, um, he was saying like, you know, what else do you do aside of, performing you know with your band i was like well um i did do a couple of uh commercials i did a couple of um you know on pandora i was on pandora and youtube right. um i did uh musicals but those are in high school so i don't know if those count i mean i don't really look the same <laughs> but the really, content i'm not as i'm not as light it's as i was <laughs> yeah but, i mean at yeah. least you can put down i was tails you know from Sonic the Hedgehog, you mm -hmm. know, <laughs> instead of Knuckles, which it should be, or Shadow, huh. you know. Do you know the way? You know the way? <laughs> so you, it looks like you had a, um, you have a huge list of um, what you, what you can come up with as far as um, finding out more ways to get more income. Mm -hmm. Even that, you, it looks like you're working towards extra income mm -hmm. other than musician or being a performer and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I know you just gave a whole bunch of advice, but what are some tips you can give out to these musicians that are, are um, almost like struggling or kind of struggling right now who don't have access to what you have? You know, um, like people that are watching this podcast or are watching the podcast or hearing or listening to this podcast right now, what advice can you give them as far as them not being able to do what you're doing? Because, you know, obviously you're a talented guy, so <laughs> they, they, they need some kind of skills and talent to do all that that you're doing. So um, I think we can break it down on the basic level. What So what can you what can um, provide as far as tips goes? OK, let's see. First tip, schedule everything <laughs> schedule organization everything. right <laughs> the best thing to do yeah so for me i don't know if you guys heard earlier i was saying that i did a whole month of following a certain schedule i had a schedule and mind you like i did kind of mess up here and there a couple of days where i had to double up on certain days i did do that I, like that did happen however i was able to stay within the parameters of my schedule you schedule you and when you schedule, you got to schedule far in advance. You don't just schedule like, oh, tomorrow I'm doing this, you know, the next day I'm doing that. Maybe next week I'll do this. No, you got to schedule it by the day. Like mm -hmm. I went to my calendar. I had to like, I bought cleaners because, you know, like I have the dry erase board ones. Sprayed that bad boy. And I literally like in different and color coded. I was like in red, that's YouTube recordings. In, uh, in yellow, that's um, uh, practices where I have to practice ukulele practice singing practice acting practice engineering learning on on uh youtube or, or any kind of uh courses that you can take online that's either free or you know where you have to pay a little bit you have to really invest in that um you really have to schedule everything so like mondays you know i'm normally here or i'm doing um i'm studying for stuff that we talk about here for you guys on tuesdays i am doing youtube videos i'm also doing um uh, content creating on other things with my band and stuff on Wednesday and practice. That's must normally just practice day Thursday. Again, it's just like Tuesday I'm doing, um, a YouTube video and, um, and those are YouTube video releases. I'm not singing the, the, the song. I'm actually releasing them 
Friday, I, I'm recording it. I record everything early and release it as I go. That's that's how you do it. So you schedule ahead of time. So um, for those who are starting out that don't that don't really know a little bit or don't have the know-how of keeping uh, consistent, schedule everything and live to that schedule. The second thing, you may have to invest in things. Um, but if you do and, um, you know, do it, do invest in the things that you know that will give you the results that you want as fast as you need them to be. So a lot of people, you know, obviously when the whole shutdown, you couldn't look for a job, but there were jobs open. And uh, earlier today, I was uh, talking to my mother about, you know, that people are are not looking for jobs because they're kind of depending on unemployment. But um, there are people out there that's hunting for jobs that really getting it. But say everything opens up, those positions won't be open anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And those people who aren't working will still be not working. So if you're going to invest in something, invest in yourself on learning something that can help you out with the trade, um, invest in, and, and it doesn't have to be money too. It could be time. It could be time. You could just invest your time, do free interning, do free. You offer yourself for free, but you're, what you're doing is you're creating, you know, more. Just like, to get yourself, you know, get yeah, your exactly. in the door, right? Yeah. A lot of hard work. It takes a lot of hard work, but if you can do that, invest into, in your, in yourself, invest in yourself. Um, and then I would say the last one would be, hmm, I think that, I don't know, that's, that's it. Those two, yeah. those two are, yeah. If you don't have a lot going on right now and you really do want to, you know, up your, your game, you know, yeah, that's the way to go. And think about it too, as a musician, if you're a musician, which is, you know, the, the, the point of this whole, uh, the, these tips, if you're a musician, there's more than just singing and playing instruments. There's other things. There's things in sound that you can get into, like learning how to make sound effects. You could learn how to do voice acting. Mm -hmm. um, uh, if you don't have anything that you can use voice acting, there are things that you can use, like your phone. Everybody has a phone. You use your phone and you do your voice acting on your phone. Um, you don't have to be perfect. However, you know, you just work on your own craft. You use your phone. You use a computer that you have if you have it. I mean, a lot of people don't understand what they already have, and they're always trying to focus on what they don't have, like me, <laughs> in the beginning of this <laughs> pandemic. I was just like, oh, dude, I got to buy this, I got to buy that, I got to buy this, I got to buy that, because I don't have any money. Now and then I realized, priority. yeah, and I realized, I was like, I'm not making the same amount of money that I, <laughs> that I just invested. Uh-oh, messed up. So don't do what I did. Do what you're going to do and make that change, and you will be successful. All right. So I'm going to end. I want to end on a, a good note. Um, so earlier in the podcast, you were saying that, you know, that the show that was supposed to be in Ellis Island got canceled. Mm -hmm. But one thing that stood out, I thought it was pretty cool. What did you guys end up doing during that time frame that you guys were supposed to perform? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we went live. Yep. <laughs> that was pretty cool. We went live. Uh, because, uh, yeah, we're just like, well, you know what? We can't perform, um, you know, in front of people. We're going to do it together as a group mm -hmm. because, uh, we were scheduled to, oh yeah, that was the day that we were told that it was canceled. It was Wednesday. That was the day we were going to, you know, uh, uh, practice. And we're just like, should we practice? And I was like, yes, let's practice. We haven't, we haven't played together for three months, four months, three months, I want to say. 
And and yeah, so us getting back together on live was actually not only for the fans, but also for us. We're like, do we still got it? <laughs> you know, do we still got it? And, you know, we didn't do that bad. So I think we kind of got it. I mean, I don't know if we still got it. I mean, like. No, it was pretty good. Like, I know that. <laughs> because, okay, so because I wasn't performing, like, my voice started to scratch easily. It was like, crack. Yeah. I'm like, oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. You got a little rusty, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But that wraps up this episode. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you to White Wong Media. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Like, subscribe, share, and drop a comment on YouTube. All the links are down below. Thanks again for tuning in. See you next time.